Welcome, everyone, to Horror Cafe, where we're serving up a cup of horror one episode at a time. I'm Erica. And I'm Jackie. We're continuing found footage February, my favorite month. Triple F. <laughs> True. With episode five, we're finally doing this one. Mm-hmm. We're doing dead stream. <laughs> now, we just finished recording Urine Review. Mm-hmm. So this is the same night we're going to go back in time, right? Because we're pre-recording this. Yes. This is airing in February and it is January. Mid-January. Yeah. Mid-January. Already. Can you believe Well, I mean, we have very busy schedules this month. We do. I'm going away this weekend. Next weekend, you are off on a trip. I am. To hang out with uh, our host on the West Coast. Yes. Yes. I'm going to go your visit birthday. one. So, yes. yeah. You've we're busy. Got, you got a lot. So we need to like, you know. Catch up. Chop, chop. chop. So, what are you drinking? Well, again, we are recording on a Friday night today. Mm -hmm. It's been a rough week. Yep. And uh, I'm having a grapefruit sparkling water with vodka. Tennessee vodka. Yes. That you brought me from up there. Yeah, up there. Guess from where? Tennessee. And from Tennessee. It's good stuff. What are you drinking? I am having Maker's Mark French Oaked number 46, and it is supremely delicious. Very smooth. Excellent. Delicious stuff. Kind of pricey, but delicious. Eh, as long as you enjoy it. Uh, I sure do. <clears throat> All right. So would you like to read the plot? After a public controversy left him disgraced and demonetized, a washed-up internet personality tries to win back his followers by live-streaming himself spending one night alone in a haunted house. When he accidentally pisses off a vengeful spirit, his comeback event becomes a real-time fight for his life and social relevance as he faces off with the sinister spirit of the house and her own powerful following. This movie came out... Not la- in 2022. I didn't really, I didn't hear about it. I didn't know this movie came out. It wasn't until the horror community, I saw it on Instagram and people kept saying, it's great, it's great. But I had no idea what this movie was. All I knew that it was found footage. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything else, just that people were very positive towards the movie. I'm looking at the ratings and I am shocked. Yes. Like, sh- shocked, shocked. Me too. Okay. And uh, I watched it, and I immediately texted you. Yes, you did. And said, "We need to watch. You need to watch this movie mm-hmm. because it is so great. It was a good. It was a. I would say a brush of fresh. Fresh. A, a brush of fresh. I guess the black. The vodka has gotten to you. <laughs> a breath of fresh air for found footage because. I hadn't seen anything like this mm-hmm. because this is a horror comedy. It is. In found footage form. Yes. And it worked supremely well. Yes, it did. It sure did. Spoiler alert, I love this movie. (laughs) It is so good. It is. For all the reasons, because it was hilarious. Mm -hmm. He is likable, but very unlikable. Both. But likable, again. It's like you like, hate, like him. And then it was still scary. It had a lot <laughs> of moment. moments yes. that yes. were shocking and good timing on the scares. It's a little campy. A little campy. Kind of almost, almost, but not quite. Yes, Evil Deadish. Okay. But not too, too campy like Evil Dead can be. 
for right. some folks. Agreed. So don't let that be what change you know makes a determining factor on watching it. This movie was great. It, I know that your dad at one point texted us both, and it's like this is my number one pick for the year because he had heard one of the episodes, yeah. the top five, mm-hmm. and he had to chime in that this was his favorite one. Yes. Even though, yeah, because we watched it. So you watched it on your own, mm-hmm. and then on a non-movie night, right? Or you know, a non-podcast movie night, mm-hmm. we put this on because I had a feeling Dad was gonna like it, right? And he loves it. He does. He loves this he movie. He loves it even more now. And I'm gonna throw him under the bus, and I know you listen, Dad, because on this watch he jumped <laughs> he twice sure did. and he tried to hide it one of the times, <laughs> and I caught him, and I go, I saw you, Dad. And he's like, <laughs> which was great. It was, it was. He was laughing. It was, it's a really good time. This is, I, man, this would have been fun at the theater, mm-hmm. I think, especially mm-hmm. if you went with the right people. And the audience would be good for it. I mean, yes, this is a fun movie to watch. I think it's a fun movie to watch as a group, again, with the right mm-hmm. people, the right, it has to be a horror fan, I think, oh, yeah, to really sure. enjoy it yeah. and understand the found footage stuff, but mm-hmm. it's great. Mm-hmm. As you can tell, we do love this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so, some movie facts. Yeah. There are some. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, critics gave this a 91. That is a score that is shocking me. Very shocking. I was not expecting that. Like, super shocked. And Archie just came in and kind of scared me because he just burst through the door. And I will go close the door. And that, you know, I, from my angle, you can't see him. So it just looked like the door opened. Ta-da! Like a ghost. But it's ghost Archie. It's the ghost of Archie. But it's really the Archie. The yeah. dog. Audience gave it 77, which is pretty good for horror, but that's a semi-discrepancy there. Yeah, I would have thought that the audience would be a little bit higher. I, I'm very shocked by the critics and hey, great. Agree. Yeah, I still don't get this Rotten Tomato critic thing, okay? I, I just don't get it. Anyway. Especially with old movies. I don't either. Released on streaming, this is a Shudder mm-hmm. movie, uh, October 6th of 2022. It has a perfect runtime of an hour and 27 minutes. And it goes by fast. Uh, it does, because... This movie is very well paced. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's really never a dull moment. I don't find it boring ever. No, not at all. This was written, directed, produced, and edited by a wife and husband duo of Vanessa and Joseph Winter. This is their first movie. And Joseph is the lead. He is the main actor. And he also composed the soundtrack. So... That music yes. that he kept playing throughout the movie. He mo- made. <laughs> he made. Oh, my God. Kudos to you, Mr. Winter. Yes, for real. That was awesome. Yes. That was probably like the cherry <laughs> on top. I agree. It was like, what? This is so cheesy, but it's so, it's so good. good. <laughs> and according to them, Joseph and Vanessa, the abandoned house that they did use for the production uh, was haunted, and oh. there were two rooms specifically that people did not enjoy being alone in. Ooh. Oh, that's creepy. I've always wondered that, okay? When these people make horror movies, and if they go to locations, or I know it's not real, and maybe that's the quote-unquote thing that makes it not happen, but especially in movies with a seance and things like that, like, mm-hmm. what are you conjuring up? Right. But see, mm. like, what he just... what. What was said there 
remind me for a moment there mm-hmm. of Hell House LLC origins. Yeah. The part where Rebecca is doing that whole PowerPoint display and she doesn't know it, but there's a ghost standing there and there's one in her face. Yeah, that's scary, isn't it? So can you imagine if some of these folks were in these rooms? Well, them too, because it's them. But they're in there Mm -hmm. and they didn't feel comfortable being in there. What if it's because something was right standing next to them like there is right now next to you? Oh, stop it. (laughs) Stop it. Stop it. Those are the movie facts that I found. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have anything, we can jump right into this movie. I got nothing. You got nothing. All right. Go ahead and introduce our whopping two characters. Yes. (laughs) We have Joseph Winter as Sean Ruddy. Mm -hmm. And we've got Melanie Stone as Chrissy slash Mildred. Perfect. We open this movie with Sean. He is our main character. And uh, he apparently did something happen that he got demonetized on YouTube or a type of YouTube platform because he calls it something else throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's basically YouTube. And, and it had to do something because he kind of mentions it, something yeah. to do with some a help, uh, a helpless, uh, well, yes, a homeless person and later something horrible that he did to that. And it just it went viral. went viral and he lost yeah. his sponsors and everything. Yeah. So... But uh, apparently it it smoothed itself over and now he's back with a new sponsor and how he's going to make a comeback is that he's going to face base face his biggest fear of staying in a haunted house for one night and he cannot leave. Death Manor. I mean, even the name of that is so generic and cheesy, but it works. Perfect. It's so perfect. It's perfect. The movie even starts with setting you up with what this what the vibe is going to be oh, yeah. of this movie cuz mm-hmm. he's loud, he's obnoxious. Oh my god. And he he shows clips of the stuff that he would do. Yes. Yes, he one of them was throwing stuff at cops. Yes, and saying <laughs> stuff to them and getting like, a, what are you it doing? was like what is up with you? Yeah, yeah. Like crazy. It kind of reminded me of Jackass. Mm-hmm. The boys from Jackass. Yeah. Kind of, he was kind of doing that kind of thing. That kind of stuff. Kind yeah. of like a dare. I miss that show. I used to love that show. Yeah, it was all right. It was a bit much. You know me that I love that kind of stuff. So. I know you do. Anyway. So that's his plan. Yep. We see him get to this death manor. And this man is equipped with everything possible. I mean, he's got like 20,000 GoPros. It feels that way. Which apparently never run out of battery life. Which is bullshit. Which is BS because we know that in 20 minutes or less, at least the ones I've had, they just, they're done. They're dead. They go through battery. And he's not using a battery pack or a backup Mm. bat on on them. He's literally, what is, is is he duct taping them to the wall? Well, he's, the mount that he has, has an adhesive, a stick on. But there's nothing else. No, and then he puts a duct tape reinforcement yeah, on he, the wall. Duct tape is this guy's go-to. Yes, he loves himself some duct tape. The world will be saved by duct by tape. By duct tape. Yes. Correct. So he has a helmet camera. Yeah. Right, a head, head cam. cam. And mm-hmm. then he has one in front of him for the whole time. He has right. an iPad that he uses with him that, to check his chat. Right. Because he is live streaming. <laughs> and then he does go around the house to put up different cameras in different spots. Now, when he gets there... He, because one of the rules 
like I mentioned, is that he has to stay. He cannot leave. Right. Or else he loses his sponsors. Right. So he decides to take out his spark spark plugs and throw them away. Throw Into them in the, the woods. woods. Into the pitch ass dark woods. That makes no sense. Like, just put it in your backpack or something. Right. Like, don't be so dramatic. But th- I'm telling you, that's what sets up this over-the-top character <laughs> of his. But my favorite thing about him, and I think you agree, is that he has his own soundtrack. He does. It is amazing. <laughs> he plays it on on a, on, it looks like a Walkman, like an yeah. old type of Walkman. An old recording thing. What are they called? Recorders? I don't know, besides Walkman, Portable but that's a recorder. Sony. Yeah. But yeah, you know, and, and he <laughs> plays the music. Yes, he <laughs> literally has created his own soundtrack to when he's walking around the house and he calls it. Oh, thank you. Oh no. Sean Carpenter's <laughs> Halloween. <Yes. laughs> oh no. Uh, 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 <laughs> how easy can that possibly be? But how did he come up with that? I That's don't know, so but good. it was great. It was my favorite line in the movie. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it is the way he said it too. Yeah. It's like Sean, Sean Carpenter's, Carpenter's Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> and we're like, what? Well, you really lost oh, it. Oh, yeah, I you lost were like, it. like, oh, my God, that's so great. That was brilliant. It was. Like, it was so good. <laughs> Honestly, kudos to this duo for yeah, writing this movie. It's definitely. so funny. So he does get to this. So he walks up to the manor. And as usual, this was probably a gorgeous house yeah, at some point. That house had to have been beautiful at some point. But right now it is disgusting. Do we know if it's even a real house? I mean, or they is said it a set? It, they said filmed at an abandoned house. Oh, that's true. That's true. So that's the I guess uh, maker's so. mark playing its mark on me. Ooh. Ooh. Very nice. But what's funny is it's all boarded up. So he, you know, he has to fight his way <laughs> in there. And he's like, oh, this is the, the cheapest. Because he says, this is the most haunted house in America uh-huh. that I could afford. That I could afford. Because he says to. that afterwards. I know. It's just so funny. He paused and he goes, that I can afford. Right. Oh, my God. He's just too good. He's too funny. But he goes inside and he locks himself in with an actual padlock. And here he goes again with stupidity. Okay. There is like a a vent grate in the floor. Which is weird. Probably for heating. Oh. Um, We don't have that here because we have natural heat. Yes. That permeates everything. We just need AC. Yes. Ashley, you know what this is like. Exactly. (laughs) And he takes that key and throws it down that grate. What an idiot. I love it. Yes. He's such an idiot. No, don't put it there. I will not. Sorry. Thank you. Ooh, this woman was about to kill me. Mm. Putting a wet, what is this? I was going to call it a dish cup. (laughs) Wow. Dish. Okay, oh. the dew from the bottle that you were drinking. Yes, was going to be on your the entire counter thing. Bottle of vodka you were drinking. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, Come on now. You'd be three feet under. Oh, yeah. Okay, so okay. let's talk about the history of this house so that Do everybody it. gets the idea. Do so it. The house is haunted. Haunted? Oh haunted. my God, we need to drink more. Oh, often yeah. On this I think show. so. Do you all agree? Because if you do, give us a shout out, okay? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the house is haunted by Mildred Pratt. She's a. Not Chris Pratt. Not Chris Pratt. Right. He's hot, though. But yes, go ahead. A wealthy Mormon <laughs> heiress and failed poet. <laughs> and she knew it. And she knew it. Who died by suicide <laughs> after her publisher and her. Love, the love of her life, her paramour, 
sudden death. What? This was the... How do, I feel like he made it really dramatic in the movie. Mm-hmm. And even this is like, what? That That's the reason? It's not even that great. But it's great. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> she was a failed poet. She yeah. thought she was great. It really sucked. She Her did. poems were really shitty. She okay. Did. I mean, I agree with him. They sucked. He did say that later. They sucked yeah. big time. And then <sighs> she got involved with a publisher that clearly wasn't really involved with her that much and then he offed himself mm. i think he probably killed himself or something from those bad poems Poems, yeah it's i'm, I'm like... assuming that's what it is i'm not saying that is the truth so okay it's my truth it's your truth <laughs> yes anyway <laughs> then anybody else who lived in the house after did die mysteriously and, and then yeah as usual the place just became abandoned abandoned like how does that happen i don't know it's kind of like that hotel out in the Everglades that we went to one time. Yes. How does that happen? How does it get to that point? To that point where it's just abandoned. And then we went, yeah. we walked through it abandoned and it was creepy. It was very scary in there. Very scary. And it had a, uh, uh, what do you call this movie? A Shining-esque overlook feel to it. Oh, yes. In the center Absolutely. area. It was yeah. like that. And, and then the next time we went, it was gone. Leveled. There was nothing there. I know. So sad. We yeah, because I would have back. liked to have gone back in. I know. Damn it. We didn't take enough video and movies. Oh, I have a lot. I mean, pictures. Actually, I do. Oh, you do? You? Yeah, we need to share them on the socials there. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, back to the movie. <laughs> okay. okay. Sean is speculating that all these deaths throughout the years are, is Mildred trying to build a family because she wasn't able to have this. In real life. Right. I don't know how he came up with it. Well, because I can see, an, I, I, the logic is sound, as okay. you like to say. Okay. There's a nursery in there, in the house. Oh, that's true. That's true. So maybe that's what it is. Families moved in. She tried to like, you know, this is my family. I want them on my side of the world. Yes. Because okay. she lives in another world. She does. The dead world. The nether world. Yeah. <laughs> We do explore this house a little bit with Sean. He goes into one of the haunted rooms of the uh, corner man, mm-hmm. right? That's- corner man. Even that <laughs> is cheesy. It is so good, though. But it's great. Corner man. It's the guy. Right. The yeah. campy stuff. Yeah. It's a guy who appears in a corner <laughs> in a bedroom. <laughs> so he's named Corner, corner man. man. Like, how simple is that? Mr. Winter. That was and fantastic. Mrs. Winter. And Mrs. Winter. That was fantastic. Yes. I think we're going to say that a lot. We're just going to keep praising this because it's just, it's too good. Anyway, he tours in there and then he goes upstairs and finds what he's calling his safe room. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he sets up his, you know, his base. Yes. There, his laptop. and His that's, backpack. You know, his safe room. His duct tape. His duct tape, his pee pail. Oh my God. <laughs> which I'm sure he regrets later. Oh, yes, he does. <laughs> And uh, in this room, there's a closet Mm -hmm. that he finds a picture of a hand symbol with an eye in the middle. And he thinks that this is bad and voodoo and who knows what. And he destroys it in a panic. Which was really not the right thing to do. No, it really wasn't. It really wasn't. (laughs) So he is. So he's attempting to provoke spirits while he's in the house. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, that's what he's there to do. Yep. And then all of a sudden, somebody shows up. Mm-hmm. And her name is Chrissy. She is there as a mega fan. Right. Like, she 
hunted him down. She figured out where he was. Yeah. That now, should have been a red flag. It should have been a red flag. He would have heard an engine of a car. She didn't exactly walk there, right? But he, to be fair, he is so distracted by himself. Well, yes, you're right. I can because see him not realizing a car sound. And he man, has his own soundtrack. Yes, he does have his own sound. And this man screams. At everything. Okay. <laughs> a man screaming. This is perfect. The yeah. way he screams is the best ever. He, If there were a category for male screaming, he would win it. He definitely takes a scream award. Yes, a scream award. He does. Because yes. he doesn't scream. He It's high pitched. Yes. It's, ah! Like but it's, it's funny. literally high pitched. Yes. And it sounds overly dramatic. But it, it's perfect. But it's great. It is. It's just so great how it comes out. <laughs> Anyway, we're never going to finish this tonight because this is too good. It's too good. Yeah. Uh, she sh- So this Chrissy girl is there saying the super fan, she's wearing a shirt from Target because mm. I own that shirt. <laughs> you did say that. And funny enough, somebody, he checks his chat and he pulls the chat asking if Chrissy should stay because he's reluctant on having her stay. He's the spotlight. He's, he's egotistical too. Very. Very much. Very. Okay, but the audience wants her to stay, and somebody mentioned to her, "Nice shirt. Where'd you get it? Where did Target?" Yes, you did. <laughs> you just boop right there, screamed it out. Yeah. Now I don't know if you noticed on her one, she had pins on her jean jacket. Mm-hmm. Only because he does this a little bit later, mm-hmm. and you mentioned that there is some social implic social commentary some? in this later. This whole thing is about to me is about social. Media and influencers and yeah. everything that's around that world. And just uh, races and everything. Because on her jean jacket, there's a button that says feminist mm-hmm. on there. Yep. And that's very interesting because of everything else that has gone on with him mm-hmm. and how later he mentions something else that we'll, we'll get to and... Mm-hmm. It's just, it's interesting. I didn't really pick that up on the other two watches. But well, I, I mean, we time. were just too entertained. This yeah. time now we're watching it from this point of view. Yeah. They decide, so they, they hang out together. Mm-hmm. And uh, he uses her as an extra camera, buddy system kind right. of thing. And they go back to the corner man's room and they want to have a seance in there. Well, he wants to have a seance With in there. With a Ouija board. With an actual... Ouija board. They find this hidden closet that reminded you of the basement leading to the the basement in Hell House. In Hell House. In the Abaddon. A lot of things in this movie, mm-hmm. actually, it's not a lot. It's two things reminded me of Hell House. The staircase leading up to the second floor looks very mm-hmm. much like the one in Hell House. Okay. Because I remember it was very long and narrow up and there was a door at the foot, at the yeah. top, at the top, not at the foot, at the top of the stairs mm-hmm. and one to the side. Okay. And in this one, it's pretty much similar. And then that staircase looked, even the basement kind of looked. So three things. Just smaller, but yeah, it didn't look like it. So, yeah. They went into the the basement and they find a trunk with Mildred's things. Among those things? Was a poetry book. Yeah. Which he made fun of. Yeah, he did. And when he's making fun of it... (laughs) Chrissy has a strange reaction to it. She's like, they're not bad. Right. But it was angry. Yeah. How she reacts to Did it. Did you notice how her eyes changed 
Did you notice that in the movie? No. Or maybe it's just me, but I felt like her eyes changed when she would get mad. Really? No, I didn't notice. A change in there was a change in the color. Or it could just be me, but mm-hmm. and I had forgotten to mention it while we were watching it because we yeah. were laughing too much. Yeah, we were. But I felt like there was a change in her eye color. And I don't know if he had the budget for that, so maybe not, but it felt like he did. Like, right, there was this, well, we'll get to that scene. Right before that scene, Mm -hmm. where we know who she is, you really see it. Interesting. Mm. Mm. Anyway. So he makes fun of the poetry, she reacts, they go back into the But wait, wait, what does he say to her? That it doesn't even rhyme? Yes. (laughs) Not all poems have to rhyme. I know, but. It's so bad. This is how bad he is. Yeah, I know. He's he's something doesn't else. even rhyme. He no care in the world. This man. Oh man, he's just he's savage. Ugh. Okay, so they go back and have their seance. Mm-hmm. She Chrissy's like, oh, let's recite this Latin phrase mm-hmm. and we'll get rid of the ghost. Right, but he has a moment of clarity, but he doesn't follow it what because he says, oh, I'm not going to repeat stuff I don't know. Yes. I know what happened. Well, if you know what happens, then don't do it. But, but you then know, he did it anyway. He got convinced by the little flutter of the eyes. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. So he does recite this Latin phrase that mm-hmm. he has no idea what he's saying. And he went back on his own word, which is, that is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Chrissy, Sean has this realization that he locked himself in the house mm-hmm. and goes to Chrissy, how did you get in here? Right. Which is a great question. The only thing that's open is a window on mm-hmm. the second floor. Right. In the nursery. Mm-hmm. And she said that she just came in through a window or through something. Through a back door, something. back window, something. And he doesn't believe her and he accuses her of you know, pretty much stalking him and wants her to leave. And she gets really angry with this. And that is where her she her the, her mm. facial expression changes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like you all, you realize right then and there, mm. she's not who you think she is, and even her eye color looks yellowish. I did notice the yellowish color. Right. Mm. Interesting. Yes. And then what does she do? She attacks him. I know. Bites him in the neck <laughs> like a vampire. Yes. I'm like it's what very the? shocking. Yes. But she is like really mad because he's yeah. questioning her. Yeah. And calling her a stalker. And, and in just, the me- but in the yeah. meantime, while all these things are going on, he's constantly looking at his iPad and interacting with his audience. Yeah. The comments, folks, read the comments, read the comments because they yeah. are hilarious. But yeah. it also, and here's social commentary on this. It also they they turn on him. The audience mm-hmm. turns on him a lot. Like at they the do. beginning, they're all for him, yeah. and then all of a sudden, at some points, they start turning on him. They do, and they. they do become very awful towards him. Yeah, they do. He stabs her and thinks he kills her. Mm -hmm. But then when he comes back, because he's ranting about, oh, I killed her, I killed her, I got to turn myself in, she's gone. Right. Uh, I think just blood is Just some blood is left there, yes. So he figures, I got to get out of here. Agree. Yep. And he goes to look for his key in the grate that he decided to throw down. Uh-huh. And there is a key, but it's not the key he's looking for. It's right. some old looking key. To a box. That I, one of the, the box that was in that other thing in the basement, I think, right? Yes, in the tr- it was a box within a box. Right, a box inside a box. <laughs> yes. But talk he doesn't decan- realize. Talk about decanting. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> he opens a box and he finds a severed finger. 
and a picture mm -hmm. of Mildred Pratt, who is Chrissy. Da -da -da -da. All right, so because the audience is interactive with him, very somebody gets some lady to come on and talk about the fact was it a lady or was it a kid? Now I don't remember. It was it was a kid. Yes. That Wait, was it? Was I I don't remember. Because he gets three videos. Right. One of them is a kid, and then there is an old lady, and then there's a professor. Right. Later. Is the professor the one with the hand or no? No. No. So no. it was a kid. I, th I believe it was the kid, yeah. Whatever. One of the listeners, viewers, whatever you want to call them, tell yeah. them, hey, you just destroyed the one thing that probably could have saved you. Yes. Which was that... that um, Hamsa. Hansa. Ha yeah. Hamsa. Yeah. Which was meant to protect you against evil. So you destroyed it. Yeah. He fucked up. Because mm -hmm. he... Yeah. Well, he didn't know, to be fair. Then later we find out Somebody else, is it calling in or do they go They're, live or how no, is this? It's some, they posted videos on, let, they oh, made a right, video. Oh, that's right, on his feet, right. Right. And this other lady comes on and says, uh, you realize that uh, what you did was wrong. You shouldn't have repeated that. You basically gave control of yourself to Mildred. Oh, I remember now. Yes, he basically, exactly. That's what he yep. said in Latin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember now the old lady video was somebody who used to work at the house ah, yes. as a caretaker or a nanny. And I for, I can't really remember the detail of what, what she was saying, but she basically said, oh, yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Like he's doomed. You're basically. You're not going to make it. Yes. There's no way you're making it, Shawnee boy. But that video in particular with the old lady was funny. It was hilarious. Because she was very calm and, you know, kind of like, oh, yeah. If he does this and blah, 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 he'll be fine. But then the viewer said he did this instead. And she said, oh, yeah, he's dead. She basically says he's fucked. He's fucked. It was great. Her her reaction was just <laughs> amazing. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> While all this is going on, he is running around and screaming. Yes. Like a maniac throughout the house. Okay. Yes. Up and down the stairs. He's got things coming at him. Mildred comes back. I've got to say, the makeup was horrific, which made it great. That's where the campiness slash evil dead thing comes in. Comes in. Yes, but it was fantastic. It was great. As she progressed through the movie, it got, the makeup got worse. Yeah, because they're, they're making her look more deteriorated as the movie goes. But it looks really bad. But great. But bad good. I think it's If that makes good. any sense. I think so. So, Mr. Winters, that's not a critique of you. I just think that you intentionally did that. I was about to say, it could be intentional, I would too. say it's intentional. I would think so. He does try many ways to get out of that house. He does. He but really what does, does he do? He eventually jumps out of the second story window of the house. And he does... So, he does capture ghost footage he does on his feeds mm -hmm. and his audience is warning him about the ghost he's yeah. not paying attention initially and then but you know he is getting terrorized there's a lot of good jump scares yeah. going on in this movie but yes he jumps from the window <laughs> and i love how he jumps and screams and then rolls and gets injured and gets so injured on his leg and what's his solution well wait the sanitizer part was hilarious that's what i'm saying i mean he has a first aid kit. Right. Which is very small. Mm-hmm. And all he has is a tiny bottle of hand sanitizer and Q-tips. Right. 
And instead of just pouring the bottle of sanitizer on the, on the cut, wound, yeah. he inserts the Q-tip, but then loses some to the ground. Most of the sanitizer is emptied out onto on the, the ground. Right. And then barely uses the sanitizer on the wound, and he screams like a bitch. Yes, he does. <laughs> he does. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then the ultimate solution was, fuck it. I'm putting duct tape on duct this. Duct tape. I'm telling you, it's going to save the world. Yes. We he- could, the moon could probably explode, and we could duct tape it together. Yes. Okay. That would be a lot of duct tape, but it yeah. It would be a lot of duct tape. But <laughs> anyway, he does patch himself up. He mm-hmm. goes to look for his spark plugs. And when he looks for it, he finds some creature. Some kind of weird which looking Which I never remember. Ghoul. Yeah. And we all jumped. I was like, oh my God. I don't remember that. I didn't remember that. <laughs> and then randomly a police man shows up. But you know he's not right. He's not right. Because we've seen his photo, his image, sorry, not his photo. We've seen his image in one of the photos that Sean had found somewhere in, in the, the house. house. Yes. And we know that, hey, dude, and and, and his audience is telling him, it's that it's guy. That guy. But he, Don't talk to him. <laughs> he locks himself in his car. Yeah. And he gets... <laughs> He gets a potato gun that he has in his car and his own bobblehead. Yes. To shoot it at this cop ghoul thing and puts it right in the middle of his chest. And he's able to ward him off for a little while, not kill him. Right. But not before he uses beef jerky. Right. As a selfie stick kind of thing for a camera. Right. To look outside the car. Now, my complaint with that scene was that he has power windows. The car wasn't on, but the power window worked. And you heard it, too. You heard that. Yeah, it going. Like, Wait a minute. How, how does that work without the car being on? It was great. And he called it beef cam. So good. Anyway, he, oh, uh, like I said, he kind of puts this ghost out of his misery for a little while. Yes. Which gives him enough time to go back to the house. <laughs> because. Why, why not? not? <laughs> so he realizes that, like him, Mildred is all about wanting followers. Yeah. It's not that she wanted a family. She wanted an audience for her poetry and mm-hmm. her work. Yes. Which makes sense. Yeah. And uh, he is trying to get her to go back to hell through his power of with audience Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah it's like a battle of yeah influencers pretty much Mm -hmm. and it's when he goes back to the house now into the safe room and he finds you know he's this is where we find out more about what happened i think well we find Mm -hmm. out more throughout the the movie that basically he had a he beat up a homeless man apparently Really yes. bad, and mm-hmm. he landed in the hospital. And he his argument is that he signed a waiver, but people were saying it was disgusting. And yeah. he sent out an apology video, but people said that it wasn't real it enough. It wasn't sincere. And now mm-hmm. he awkwardly apologizes yet again. Yeah, because he's been a racist. He did a poor apology. He made nasty stunts, and he said he's going to be better. Mm-hmm. yeah i don't know about that yeah so he gets into a a, you know a 
what is it, a standoff, a face-off. Yeah, face-off. With Mildred. Mm-hmm. And this is where she is starting to look bad. He put uh, duct tape over her mouth. <laughs> when he when it gets ripped off, it rips off her skin. Oh, my she, God. What did she that do? That part was good, though. It was. It literally it ripped good. off half her face yeah. uh, where her mouth is. I thought it looked good. It he, did look good. She waterboards him. Yes. With his own pee. Yes. Because, which is interesting. Yes. At one point, he needs to take a leak, and he does it in some... You know, like a pail. aluminum pail. Yeah. And she waterboards him with the pail of yeah. pee-pee. Yeah. That was so gross. It is. But it's kind of like here, it's a t- it's your own medicine back at you yes. for being such a dick. Yeah. Because he is. He is. He is. He is a dick in this, in this movie. <laughs> he figures out, okay, so there's this thing with the finger yes. <laughs> in this movie. In that little wood box that he eventually opens and her pictures, there, there's also a severed finger. Right. And when Mildred comes into her true form, when it's not Chrissy anymore, it's Mildred. She has an obsession with putting her finger up in his, his nose, nose. which it's, is weirdly, really gross. It's kind of like, ooh, like yeah. when you're watching it, it gives you the heebie-jeebies. It does. Yeah. It's so well done there. Yeah. So he thinks that this is the sacrifice of flesh and decides to cut off his own finger. <laughs> right. Which when he does that, it's gushing all his blood and he's really <laughs> dramatic. And guess how he patches that shit up? Yeah. With duct tape. Of course. Because, you know, we yeah. got to... Because the moon will be patched. Yes. Yes. Mildred gets dragged into the basement by an unseen force, and Sean thinks that... It's over. It's over. But that's not the case. And he's up into the millions in viewership while this live stream is going on. You see the count going up and up and up. It went from three to five by the end of the movie. Million. Yes. Not people. Not five people, but million. Million, yes. Right. As he's trying to leave, he cannot because now the rest of the ghouls, we have seen them throughout the movie, Mm -hmm. are there and the live stream just cuts Cuts out. out. So the assumption is he's gone. He's now a ghoul. He has now been absorbed into into the house. Death Manor. The influencer has been absorbed into mildred's following i do have to say when he goes back to the house yeah he plays a new soundtrack yes he does it's It's much better than the other one this one's even cheesier better i like them all i i do too but i'm just saying it is better i'm just saying yes (laughs) now this movie has a lot of jump scares going Mm -hmm. on in it that are it's it's timing it's uh loud sounds yes the visuals, they're cheesy, scary, like you said, Mildred's makeup. You can tell her hands, you can tell our gloves. Yeah, just like in the Evil Dead. Like Evil Dead. But it's great. It is. The scares, I thought, were really good. They were well done. The yeah. comedy is there. I don't mind the underlying social message mm-hmm. of this world that we live in now, this obsession. Well, it's timely with the times that we're in. It is. It makes sense. And it is the obsession of the followers and Mm -hmm. how many viewers can you get and the interaction with the audience. It's double-sided, right? Because I think it becomes an obsession of looking how many viewers you have, how many people are on your stream, live Mm -hmm. stream, whatever. How many people are listening to your podcast. (laughs) Yeah, because I I know I look at those numbers all the time. And I like to see when there's a spike or when there's people listening. And it's a double-edged sword, right? Because you do comparing, you're obsessed with it, but... On the other side of this, it's fun 
right? Because right. he's interacting with people from all over the world. Mm-hmm. And you never know the community that you're going to dive into. Right. And or build. Meet. Exactly. Or meet people. So that's where I think social media is always that double-edged sword. It is a double. It, I mean, it has its good and its bad. I've seen it do horrific things. Yes. We both have. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it do great things, do great for people, for animals, for causes, to build awareness for everything, for meeting people. Look at how many people you have met because of our podcast. Agree. Not so much because I kind of stay on the the (laughs) sidelines. I'm, I'm an introvert, a big one. So am I. But this has actually made me come out of that. Right. It has helped me because... Social media helps you still kind of hide behind a little a curtain. Yeah. So it's it's actually sometimes an introvert's friend because you can hide a little right. and come out as slow as you want to right. or not. And uh, so there is a lot of positive as well. It's just sometimes the bad is more overwhelming mm-hmm. or the, it's the comparing, I think, is what makes yeah. social media really bad. Yeah. It, like <laughs> I said, it's got two goods and bad and yeah. we've seen both sides of it. And, you know, you just got to go with the flow. Absolutely. Me, I just turn it off. I don't care. You know me. I just don't yeah, care one way or the other. But you're also older. Ooh, you threw that card out there, bitch. I did. I can see how if you're a young person, mm-hmm. younger than me. Okay. I'm talking about teenagers in right. particular. Of course. We've coming seen of age, horrible I can see how this can be very damaging to mm-hmm. people because yeah. growing up, you do it in person. Right? When you're in right. school, oh my God, look at that girl. Right. Or look at that guy. Look at that guy. They're so cool. And look at me. Now think of this 24-7. Right. Because now all it is 24-7 all yeah. over the world. All over the world. All the time. I mean, that's ba- it's bad enough happening in person at that age because that's that's part of life. Mm-hmm. I feel like. But now it's but times now it's 10 exactly. or 20 or 30. That's terrible. But there comes a moment in everybody's life. At least I hope for those of you out there that are getting older and older, as I am, that Jerry Seinfeld... You don't give a fuck. Yes. Jerry Seinfeld said it best. What is the age when you get in your car and you hit reverse and you just go because you don't (laughs) care what's behind you? That's me right now. No, I'm not going to reverse and kill somebody, but I understand the concept. I'm at that age where it's like, dude, I've done it all. I've seen it all. I've I've experienced. Now it's time for me to live and not give a shit about everything else that happened before. Yeah. Out the door. I don't care. If you like me, fine. And if you don't, I just keep on walking. But isn't it sad that why does it take so long? So long. Because it's experience that teaches you shit. But it's sad because you waste so much energy on Because I still like do that. it. I, I, I know. In my now <laughs> late mid-30s. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, please. That you still do it. Yeah. Not as much, Mm -hmm. but you still go, what is this person going to think? Who cares? What did I, when you were growing up as a teenager, what did I always tell you? Are they paying your bills? Do they know you? Do they live with you? I don't know what else. Are they your friend? Do they mean anything to you? Right. I always said that to you. I know. but And I know that that, it. And I know it's hard. I, yeah. I, I don't disagree because I went through shit like that. I always, always the rebel without a cause in school. Mm-hmm. And I was in that group, you know, that group mm-hmm. of people. And, but as I got older, it's like, 
Do you know them? Do you care? Do you really care what they think? What are they giving you, whoever yeah. they are, to make your life better? Right. Nothing? Okay, then why are you wasting your time thinking about that? Are they paying your bills? Do they give you money that the free, as I like to say, for free? Yeah. I I hear you. And it's it's just unfortunate that it takes us until we're much older. To realize that it's or true. Or at least some of us i'm sure mm-hmm. there are people who can right and good i'm glad because i wish i didn't waste so much time in my youth thinking that mm-hmm. what is this person going to think of me yeah it, it, in my actions or choices and it doesn't matter and my the biggest lesson i've learned from you too in older age is what's the worst that can someone can say right no right so now I've gotten, especially at work, mm-hmm. I really apply this at work. Right. I ask and I push until I get told no. Right. Because that is the worst that I can be told. Exactly. Is no. What's the worst? It's no. Okay, fine. Right. Then you move on. Exactly. So I do think. I guess I'm a kind of good parent-ish, I guess. I think so. I think so. I All think right, so. I'm going mean, to pat hey, my own ass. <laughs> I mean, hey, we're making a podcast together. Yeah, that's that says a lot. Yeah. And then dad taught me something very interesting, too, that has mm. made some things that could be painful better painful yes is that people come in and out of your life at the right moment Mm -hmm. and they're there for that time and sometimes it's just for that time right and then that's it and then they move on and then they move on or you move on and that's normal right because i used to get so upset that people had all these lifelong friends and i didn't and blah 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 and i have sense uh, reconnected with lifelong friends and it's right. fabulous, like Juan. Right. But that, when he told me that, it was just, it makes healing from certain things so much better. Right. From moments that, maybe friendships that didn't go well, but yes. they were there for that moment or events in your life that didn't go well, but they were there for that time, whether it was two months, three months, 10 years, whatever it was, yeah. they were there to fill something special in your life and you grew from that. Yeah. Because that's really what he's saying. Agree. And it doesn't, it, it's a it's applicable to everybody. Everything. Everything. And everything. Friends, work, work, life, everything. Yeah. And when he put that in perspective, very simple. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes sense. And it yep. makes things when I'm starting, if I get upset about something, it's like, no, it was it was a moment in mm-hmm. life, and you yeah. take it, you embrace it, you grow from it, and you apply it to the next best thing. Yep. So thank you both. So we have now <laughs> gone off on, on some weird ass weird tangent. I don't know how we got there. I'm sorry, guys. You can fast forward, I suppose. But hey, you know what? It's always you got good. to know us a little it's, bit. It's more. good. Yeah, exactly. You get to know us a little bit more than the usual. But is this movie, in a way? A girl power movie because hmm. you have Chrissy slash Mildred wearing that feminist button. Yeah. This is about her mm-hmm. and wanting a following for her poetry because right. she didn't get it back then. And now she wants it and she's collecting quote unquote viewers, which is right. what he was trying to do, but mm-hmm. she prevailed yeah. in capturing spirits or people and making them spirit yep. followers. Mm-hmm. So you can maybe argue that this is a I think it has somewhat that bit of a girl twist. power movie. Yeah, a little bit, maybe. yeah. I see it that way, kind of. I don't disagree. Or you can just watch this movie for what it is. For what it is, fun. <laughs> a fun-ass movie. But it's still a commentary on social media. Yes. It is. And, and just life social. as it is right now. Yes, I agree. So, 
All right, let's move on to sound and movie. I mean, come on. The Sean sound. Carpenter's Halloween. Halloween. The soundtrack, dude. Um, Thank you for that. It was amazing. I, I'm just going to piggyback on, echo it. It's <laughs> it's great. It's cheesy. Kudos to how amazingly cheesy it was. Mm-hmm. And it fit. Uh, it actually fit the scenes yeah. really well. Perfect. And just the personality of the character. Because then you can also, in my head, see the character making it on his computer yeah. and being super excited right? about making this soundtrack. Exactly. I so could actually good. see that in my mind's eye. Same. So yeah. So that, great. Great choice. Um, best scene. This is going to be really hard because I can't, I don't have any one that was stood out because they yeah. were all so good. I, I'm going to say, I think the part where he jumps out of the window, window. because it is so unexpected. Yeah. And, and silly. Then, and then everything that follows that was the leg and the sanitizer. Yeah. It was like, he jumps out of a second story window. Ah! It's <laughs> exactly. so ridiculous, too. It's the way he looks jumping out. Like, what are you doing, it dude? It was just funny. It really was. What about you? Uh, I don't know. I'm having a hard time with it, too. I think anytime he plays a little music and he's walking around the house and Which is pretty much the entire movie. I guess. It's just, I don't know. Every scene snowballs into the next scene. Yeah, that That's too. It's hard with found footage, too, because everything is a long mm-hmm. scene almost right. for the most part. Right. But I would, but it, not every scene has the little music. Right. So I don't, I don't know. This is hard for me. I just, I don't have one. That's it's okay. It's all a big, great scene. It's all one great scene. Let's How's go that? with that. We'll yeah. cheat this time. Best character. I mean, Sean. come on, Sean. <laughs> I mean, he's horrible, but so great at the <laughs> same time. Between the screaming. Yes. The screaming, the way this man screams. The personality. Yes. But the scream is on point. Yes. I'll never forget when I watched it the first time and he screamed, I was... Looking at the TV thinking, what? Just, did he really scream like that? (laughs) Yes, he did. And then I left. Very much. Very much so. Oh, man. That's too good. What character would you play? Sean. I would play Sean, personally speaking. I don't know. I think I want to be Mildred. Mildred? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. And now our seven rules these are our seven rules on how to survive a horror movie Mm -hmm. we apply these rules as we watch the movie and see if they decrease or increase chances of survival and based on how many rules are broken yeah i will start us off you do number one don't say hello or who's there rule number two turn on the lights rule number three don't split up rule number four don't go upstairs in the basement the attic death manor Rule number five, why are you going in there? If it says don't an- don't enter. It's abandoned. Looks spooky. Mm. Rule number six, make sure the bad guy is dead. And rule number seven, no Ouija board or seance. Okay. We have don't go in the basement. Yep. Why are you going in there? Mm-hmm. Uh, could we argue make sure the bad guy is dead? Yes, I think we could. Okay. And definitely no, no Ouija seance. board slash seance. So we got four rules here. Yes. I would say split up, but Mildred. Mildred uh, was evil, so it didn't really it matter. It didn't count because it mm. wasn't like a buddy system right. from, from the beginning. So four out of seven. 
pretty good. And clearly, he did not survive. Clearly not. So he broke a lot of rules. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Last. Our rating. Not least. Our rating. We rate our movies on Cups of Horror because we are, after all, a cafe. Indeed. Except today. Today, no. No. We got to start spiking our coffee, though. I kind of agree with you. Mm. I'm on it. Yes. I mean, I'm I'm in. See, can't even talk. Okay. Yeah. And to create a unbiased score, mm-hmm. we will say it at the same time so that we don't influence each other. Mm-hmm. Would you like to count down? Yes. This always confuses me. Well, you can, however you want. However I want. Okay. So, three, two, one. Eight ten. and a half. I give this a ten. Wow. Found footage. Steaming. Eight and a half steaming cup, cups of coffee. Okay, let me t- let me put this in because this year I'm being much more organized. Yes, it took me I four years, that. but mm-hmm. I am. Okay, this is found footage. Mm-hmm. This is already a huge win. I'm not surprised by your rating. It's hilarious. It's scary. Mm-hmm. It's unique. Yes. But not unique. Right. At the same time. At the same time. It's really well done. Mm-hmm. It's well acted, well paced. It's, I don't know. This is perfect. You know what? You're right, though. He did actually, he did a great job of acting. Yes. It is not easy to be that cheesy. How's that? It's not easy to be that cheesy. I can do poetry. Tell him. Tell him. Mr. Winter, I did poetry. Yes. And it rhymed. He, it's, because it is, he gave a lot of energy to that role, to that obnoxious He brought it, he brought that role to life. He did. He did really good. He did. I think he should get a HCP award. Agree. For his acting. He might he might win next year. He might. Yeah. For me. This he movie might, might be might winning, be period. Yeah. Well, let's see what happens the rest of, rest the, year, of the year. But I don't give tens out. I don't we don't give tens out. Hardly very ever often. do I throw a ten out there. Um well, we just started the rating system last year, which right. is unfortunate because that'd be cool to see. But mm-hmm. I I just I love it. And that's, I stand by this score. It's absolutely great. I can watch this movie over and over, and I think it'll still be a good time. Oh, I I agree. This is one of those movies that when you want to watch something, you've had a bad day. I think this is a, I've had a bad shit day. Yeah. I want something scary, but I also want something funny and ridiculous. But good. But good. Or great, actually. Yeah, actually great. Yeah. This is it. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're into found footage and you're into the horror genre. And horror comedy. Which. Which. which surprising, isn't it? Surprisingly. Yeah. Erica was not into until this year. Or last year. Or last year. Right. When I got you to watch something. No, I had, that was the year before, actually. When I got you to watch a movie that I had been telling you about and you didn't want to watch it. You're right. And you ended up loving that movie. <laughs> I did. I did. What is it? Tucker, Dale, Evil, whatever the versus fuck it's called. E- Tucker and Dale or Dale and Tucker versus Evil. Whatever. That one. It was great. That is a lot. <laughs> this movie is along the lines of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a higher production value probably than yeah. this. Yeah. Because it's found footage. So yeah. it's different. But, but it, yeah. I mean in like how, in like the actual production of it. Yeah. But, and then we had Cocaine Bear, which. Was, oh, that was great. And uh, Ready or Not. Ready. Oh, my God. That movie was so good. Mayhem is kind of funny. Mayhem is amazing. Yeah. And kudos to uh, Stephen Ewan. Yes. Is it Ewan? I don't know. Or Young. But him. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. For that and 
his Golden Globe. <gasps> I know. Right? So exciting. I'm so proud of him. I knew. Your favorite character made it big. He did. And I had a feeling he was going to be the one thing. The one that got something from Walking Dead. Great for him, man. Good for him. Great for him. I loved him. Still do. Anyway. That's the reason you stopped watching it. It is. It really is. Mm -hmm. For anyone who hasn't watched Walking Dead, sorry, but that is the reason I stopped. I'm like, I can't do this. (laughs) And that is, anyway, I don't even want to go on that rant. (laughs) Whoa. I I can't. Look at her getting all emotional. (laughs) It's for Glenn. Glenn. (laughs) And he's cute. He is cute. He's aged very well. Yes, he has. He still looks really young. He does. He Amazing. Does. Amazing. Great teams. We watched this movie on Shudder because mm-hmm. this is a Shudder exclusive. Right. <sighs> that sadly ends found footage February. But fear not. I'm sure there's more <laughs> in the works somewhere. <laughs> Maybe not February, but found footage. Yes. There's always... Away. There's always more. Yes. That's a wrap on Deadstream. So, folks, until March, we will see you then. Actually, we'll hear you then, or you'll hear us. Because if we hear them, that would be kind of creepy. That's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us today on Horror Cafe Podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at our handle at Horror Cafe Podcast. And you can also visit us at horrorcafepodcast.com where you can learn a little bit about us and also listen to our podcasts. If you're enjoying the podcast, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That'll really help us out. You can also choose to support the podcast with a monthly contribution. The link to this and everything else we've mentioned are in the notes section of the episode. And in the meantime, stay spooky. Bye everyone. Bye everyone.